Warm to you, me general. Me name Blocker. It's official. Donald Trump got impeached. And he's more than likely guilty of what he's accused of. More articles of impeachment could have been drawn up. And he will get acquitted. He will get acquitted for the crime of attempting to use a foreign power to investigate a political opponent. His acquittal will be a mockery of the democratic institutions that uphold America. His acquittal will be a pledge by Republicans to endorsing partisanship. For a party who for so long waxed poetics about patriotism and putting nation above self-interest to see the speed with which the Republicans have descended into being partisan hacks is not surprising, but it is interesting. After all this big boy talk of wrapping themselves in the flag and nationalism and etc. and the founding fathers and strict constitutionalists and etc. and etc. The Republican Party will acquit Donald Trump because they understand that their future is now intrinsically tied to Donald Trump. They've made the choice. See, this next election will be the first election where less than 70% of the electorate is white. That demographic change that they talk about all in the back of their minds that they refuse to speak about too loud is the real motivator for economic anxiety. Because the truth is, everybody knows, man, you could be poor as long as you ain't a poor nigga. Shit, you might get you some light under the sun. Everybody wants to be a nigga until it's time to be a nigga. To pretend as if the election of Barack Obama was not a direct factor in the reaction that is Trump and the reactionary politics that the Republican Party have turned to is to show the type of naivete I cannot afford to show as a black person. I cannot afford to maybe think that, hmm, it's not really race. And I guess that's what makes this moment so complicated in American history. America stands before a choice, but America has already made a choice. And for right now, the choice makes sense. But for how long can America ignore the voices of the marginalized? For how long can America ignore the brown voices, the black voices, the Native American voices, the Southeast Asian voices, the Asian voices in general, the LGBTQIA voices. How long can America sustain by pretending that it is not changing? How long can America sustain by playing the ostrich as to its changing society? You see, there's these assumptions from people about, oh, Me Too and PC culture having changed the nature of things. And it's like at the base of these things, there are power dynamics that are shifting. Niggers were never happy being called niggers, B. Don't ever get the game sideways. Don't think them people that you were whipping were really saying, yes, I'm master to you, Cardi. Meant that shit, rude boy. They were trying to survive. 
And now that their children have different avenues to survive, of course you're going to hear our voices. Because you see, the thing is, my ancestors survived so that I got a chance to thrive. And thriving is what I plan to do, with or without your cooperation. See, I think that's what intrinsically puts the fear inside of white America. Is the knowledge that there are people like me that will, with or without them, attempt to rise above our circumstances and our conditions. But bruh, what are the choices? Our backs have been against the wall since forevermore. Up is the only real option. Because to stagnate in the gutter forever is not a life for one to live. And so as such, as I watch this 2020 campaign gear up and everybody is just ready to hit the song and the dance and go back into the sort of messaging politics, I wonder how many are willing to shoulder the weight of the deeply systemic changes that we need in order to sustain the democratic experience and experiments that we're currently engaged in. Till we next meet.